0: Coming to NBC this fall, it's an idea so cutting edge, only the fine network that brought you ALF in 1986 could come up with it. You love crime dramas, you love medical dramas, and you love singing competitions. Now you're going to love Dr. Detective Diva. That's right, coming to NBC this fall. It's a singing competition with a twist. All the contestants are female detectives and the judges are medical doctors. No singer has ever been more scrutinized than when they're evaluated by a certified brain surgeon from the United Kingdom named Edmund Baum Gardner Buckingham III. Your vocal diagnosis, negative. Coming to NBC this fall, it's Dr. Detective Diva. The mystery has been solved. You need a prescription of competitive vocal fun. Dr. Detective Diva, only on NBC. Welcome to the Horror Moon podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This week we've got double the fun, triple the fun, quadruple the fun. We have Jake Wilburn. Welcome back, Jake. I'm ready to rumble. And in this corner, <laughs> Paul Hufft. What back. up? And producer Phil's on the on the mix and mix wick wick wick. Okay, okay. All right. So Producer Phil's here in the house, too. Say, hey, Phil. What up? So, uh, yeah, welcome out. Uh, today's movie is WCW's Ready to Rumble. That's right. Pretty fantastic. Man, uh, this one, uh, Jake, you got a hold of me. We ta- We were talking, and you said you wanted to do this movie. I was so excited because I've been waiting. I've been waiting um, for my chance at the championship, and the championship is... This movie.
1: 15-year-old me loved this movie. 33-year-old me? hmm <laughs> I'm re- kind of reevaluating that a little bit.
0: 15-year-old you was in this movie.
1: Yes, that that is also true. In, in the final scene where there's the triple cage match, uh, I'm there in the front. I, I mean, it's prime seating. My, a buddy of mine, his uh, dad was one of the execs at Warner Brothers, and we were huge wrestling fans at the time. We went to WrestleMania the same year in Anaheim, and so he was like, hey, boys, you guys want to do some wrestling movie? And uh, we went and we're right there on the front row of the triple cage match. It's pretty awesome. You can't you can't see me uh, very well. Like I, it, John
0: Cena.
2: <laughs> yeah, John Cena's you. in the can't, movie. Right? And he's
1: got this weird like flat top. Like, yeah, thing. yeah it's weird. Uh, but I could point out, you know, of the of the wide shots, which spec I am. And then mm-hmm. there's a scene where it it the Nitro girls are dancing and it kind of pans over them. There's a single frame where you can see my friend who's sitting next to me, you know, and he's cheering. Uh, and then next to him would be me, uh, but I'm covered by uh, part of the Nitro Girls' uh, Posterior. uniform. Yeah. There we
0: go. Um, very cool. <laughs> so
1: that's how you don't get bleeped,
3: folks.
0: Exactly. And that's how
1: you don't get <laughs> so bleeping
2: no, taking
3: that lessons. Was that was write my some one, notes down.
1: one frame and got blocked by a by, barrier. Now, Rose
0: McGowan is in this movie. As she a is. nitro girl, yeah, unbelievable. She hated
1: her role too. She probably, of course, did. she was yeah. like, I don't want to be. She threw away the script like three times. She was like, I hate this.
0: Why yeah. be in it then? It's the question, yeah, exactly. Money, money, money. money. There you go, That's exactly. Right. Uh, Paul, huh? her, yes, yeah. You, um, a wrestling fan, as Jake and I are, and Phil is also a wrestling fan. That's true. So, watching this movie brought back a lot of great memories. I listened to a couple different podcasts that talk about this exact era, um, one of which has actually done a watch-along on this movie already, and it is phenomenal because Tony Schiavone is in this movie and his podcast did a watch-along on this movie, yeah. <laughs> and it is that's awesome. hilarious. Oh, I bet it is. Anyway. This movie, um, a great movie. Yes, uh, so Ready to Rumble, um, I believe... Uh, is one of the more entertaining movies we've ever seen. Paul, you said earlier that you had a lot of fun watching this movie.
3: Oh, I love this movie. Like, every minute of this movie, I enjoyed. Now, I know it's bad. I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's... Obviously, it's on the Horrible Movie Podcast. It is not going to win any Oscars. But I I laughed the entire time. I just thought it was good. No, it I, I, was funny.
0: It was enjoyable. I enjoyed watching it. It is bad. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it. And you, Jake, obviously...
1: Yeah, I, I entertaining is a good word. Yes. I, the, the jokes... Uh, they're oh, they're not. But, yeah. I mean, oh it's my bad. gosh,
0: you ready for this one? How many who's your Daddy jokes are in this movie? Yeah. Do you, you think in that script? I'd love to see the script and just highlight. That's weird yep. to me. Like, like,
1: yeah,
0: it's just just that time, maybe that era. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It had to be. I think. I mean, why else? Right.
1: Why else? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like weird. It,
3: was, it was, There was a lot.
1: There's a lot of uh, Goldberg like, saying it. Yeah. DDP's saying it. There was a lot of like gay jokes too, and yes. like, yeah, which you know, yeah, that would there, not. Fly. There was, I was gonna say there, that and a few other things that like like this scene where she's like in the room with him and she's like, "Show me your moves," and then he like hits her, yeah, and then they you know start doing their thing and it's like, yeah, that would not. Fly. Yeah, it was like <laughs> what a
3: difference eighteen years makes. Right, so, exactly. You know, it's yeah. crazy.
0: And hey, go ahead. I
3: was just saying, I I was watching it, thinking the same thing. Like, oh, that would so not. Fly. Oh yeah, like, no. not not that, even they would yes. be in so much trouble right now for that.
0: Um. Well, I believe it's time. Uh, it's not Vader time, but it is time for some deets. The details of the movie. Ready to rumble. Um,
3: <laughs> the Michael Buffer
0: story. The Michael Buffer story. Um, <laughs> man. Uh, the tagline for Ready to Rumble, they're headed for the big time. Face first. Of taglines for movies, pretty weak.
1: <laughs> oh, great. What
0: is that? <laughs> pretty weak. Perfect. Um, I think it's perfect. Directed by Brian Robbins. Uh, Brian Robbins <laughs> did a lot of Nickelodeon. He produced all that on Nickelodeon. That makes sense. Um, he also uh, produced um, Coach Carter and a bunch of Smallville episodes. Hmm. So there he is. Thank you, Brian Robbins. <laughs> produced by Robert Newmeyer, Jeffrey Silver, and Michael Tolan, no clue. Uh, written by Stephen Brill, uh, who is also um, good job, Steve. Yes, he's no Doctor Seuss, but he's darn close. Um, based on the characters from WCW, starring except the except the
1: main oh. character. Except, yeah, yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, who they got an actor for? Who exactly. was like the worst actor to, to be arrested. to be in that role? The most non. It did, it yeah, just, it's like it let's pick an actor that. Could couldn't possibly be a believable wrestler, and let's cast him.
0: Well, and Oliver Platt is a good actor. He is a good actor, but it just it but doesn't make a, sense as a wrestler. And his outfit in this is weird. Like, it's not. It's just weird. Medieval
3: King Arthur and the Knights Tale.
0: And then he's like this horrible Southern accent oh, that yeah. just makes you think, who's your audience here? <laughs> right. Like, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um, starring David Arquette, future WCW champion. Okay. Yeah. And that was the end of the of, of WCW, basically, other than the. Um, Judy Bagwell on a pole match, <laughs> um, which was yeah, uh, Buff wow. Bagwell's mom uh, uh, hung above the ring, and the, who, Buff Bagwell had to go save his mom from this cage. Unbelievable, oh yeah. This is WCW, it finest. uh, David Arquette, Oliver Platt, as we mentioned, Scott Kahn, um, who's been oceans the Oceans movies, uh, who's in uh, varsity Varsity Blues, Hawaii 5 Um, also getting top 4 credit on is bill goldberg who does have some speaking roles yeah, in this movie. Sure yeah. does. Uh Rose McGowan, who we mentioned earlier. What a weird. I'm just weird. Um they uh Diamond Dallas Page and his yoga in this movie, <laughs> Joey He's Pants. Very I know, Joe, Joey Panto Leone.
1: Wanna wrestle?
0: Exactly. Uh who was the Eric Bischoff character because Eric Bischoff yeah. got fired mm-hmm. and then they kept the character you mentioned that earlier yep. as well
1: yep Eric Eric Bischoff was originally supposed to play a fictionalized version of himself as the Which, promoter I of, thought they did a really good job we'll get to this but of like finding somebody who made me feel more skeezy <laughs> than,
3: than yeah, Eric yeah it's weird
0: it was yeah, it was and it's odd and all the Wyoming based stuff because Eric Bischoff lives in Cody Wyoming talks about it a the yeah time. I thought
1: that was I was like did they do that on purpose or because out of all the places that yeah. you know they could have picked or was that a holdover because this this movie was Eric Bischoff's idea yeah so, oh, I don't know if that was a holdover or what, but...
0: Probably. Music by George S. Clinton. Not not George Clinton uh, from... Uh, what's, uh, what's
1: like th- Master
3: of Funk? No, not no, that, not George, that George Clinton. Clinton. No, this is different. We, we gotta throw in the S. The yes, S makes exactly. a huge S, difference.
0: Big difference. Release date, uh, April 7th, 2000. Um, I was in college. I was 10. I was trying to wrap up a school year. Um I was finishing up probably my more my junior year, maybe my second junior year of college. Um, it's a joke. Um, Join 5th grade. Uh, budget 24 million. Do you have you guys looked at this already? How much it made? No, probably what? not that okay. much. So it uh budget's 24 million. What did it make? Jake, what did it make? Mm,
3: 10 10 million? 96.
0: Oh, You're very. I, don't know. I mean, wrestling, very nice. wrestling fans are faithful. Yeah, uh, but no. if it was a WWE, Not that faithful, at this time, if it was a WWF movie, maybe. Can I
3: re- refurb
0: 34. 12.5. Huh. So it it didn't make even half, almost just barely made half its budget back. Oh, for good reason. This thing is a pile of goo. Um, all right. Whoops, Jake, are you ready for the funnest segment in the history of segments? It's thirty-second synopsis, and it's ready to rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Ready. Um, I would like to tell you, ready to rumble? Let's get ready to rumble! Go! Gordy and Sean
1: are two losers in Wyoming, big wrestling fans. They go to a Monday Night Nitro and see their hero uh, get the title stripped away and kicked out of the WCW, so they go and find him in real life and rehabilitate him uh, to win the title back and also a million dollars.
0: And throw DDP off the top of the cage, which should have killed him. All right, right. very good! Jake's
3: an overachiever. He needed 15 seconds Jake's for what most struggle to get done in
0: Jake's 30. the man. When we come back, we're going to talk about the plot of this horrible, horrible movie. Be right back. Well, seconds. And we'll be right back in 25, 2015. 20, well, Mark? I, you, said, you said 19. Let's
3: get ready to rumble. You said 1930.
0: We can sing it's, the- It's uh, not
3: 1930 yet. On I'm the All king right, of so, rock.
0: There is none
1: uh-huh. higher. Sucker MC- so, oh, I, can't, it was, I don't know, but it when was...
3: Back. Sucker MC, should we call me silent. To burn
1: my kingdom, you must use fire.
0: Right, I won't be, stop rocking till right. I... Ro- be back. <laughs> well, welcome back. Officially, we're back. Um, I just wanted to say, today's movie, Ready to Rumble, I wanted to say again, we have Jake Wilburn. Jake, what up? I am once again ready to rumble. Excellent. Paul huffed. What up? Yeah, and producer Phil's dialing it up. Who owned the sliders today? What up, y'all? In the studio, yeah. Sorry, okay. What? Um, I've I've been told before I I I don't come back to the names of the people that are on the show as as well as I should. That seems like a, a you know it's, it's a, a very radio const- good. Yeah, it's a criticism. radio tenant. exactly. The, yeah. the, and it's not anyone, very constructive. People want to know. Yeah. Suckers guts to know. No, that's good.
1: Because usually when you get feedback on something that you put out to the internet masses, it's like, your thing that you did was stupid.
3: No, i I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll
1: just say, I'll talk in
3: third person. Paul. I'll just say, well, Paul thinks. <laughs> just so everyone knows. You'd be like think.
0: The Rock. Be a What, The Rock?
2: La, 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 yeah. So,
0: ready to <laughs> it's rumble. not fake. So, ready to rumble. <laughs> oh, gosh. We'll get to that. Here we go. Ready to rumble. Um, that gas station scene to start this thing is abysmal. Um, Ready to My Rumble is me. the movie. WCW is the real wrestling. Well, not real wrestling, but real wrestling company. Um, that in the in the late nineties and then even into the early two thousand ish a little bit two thousand and then they sold in two thousand one to mm-hmm. WWE. Um, big wrestling competition for WWF. Huge WWE now. They um decided they needed to make a movie because they wanted to make a movie. Eric Bischoff. Um, I Eric Bischoff at for a good chunk of this was the president technically of WCW. WCW is owned by Turner Broadcasting. Jake, tell people a little bit about WCW and your thoughts of WCW wrestling when you were you were about fifteen when this came out. Yep. So it, when it was good, when WCW was good, Goldberg was spearing everybody. Hulk Hogan was doing the uh, New World Order that stuff was great. with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Yep. Tell people about your thoughts on WCW. Before a little bit before this movie and into this movie,
1: so I was a wrestling fan when I was like a little kid. You know the kind of the golden era of of Hulk Hogan uh, doing his thing, and then when the NWO came about, I mean I can vividly remember it was Bash at the Beach, 1996, and they had okay the you know Scott Hall and Kevin Nash had just come from the WWF and they were like coming through the crowd and going in locker rooms and doing stuff. There had never been really like locker room fights and. They were, I mean, you almost were like, oh, wait, are are they really supposed to be there? Like, what is going on? Like, it was a totally new angle. And so then they had a secret third partner for this match, and it turned out to be Hulk Hogan. And he mm-hmm. came out, and he's like, oh, you fans can stick it, and I don't care about your vitamins anymore. And yeah, blah, no more blah, blah. prayers. And, like, all this trash was going into the room. I mean, yeah. people were And, I mean, as a kid, I was just like, what? Like, somebody that you had always kind of idolized, you know. No, no, don't! I mean, no. you're just like, what in the world? And so the NWO thing, and then, you know, as I became a teenager, the NWO was like, oh, this is the you know, these guys are bad. This was the cool you know, so I was rocking my yeah. NWO you know, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Li- you know, listening to uh Black I, and red. wearing my NWO shirt and listening to Eminem's early albums in my grandma's <laughs> room, you know, like in the mirror, like, oh I'm so bad, you know, like <laughs>
3: But that's how you that's are. Fantastic. You know when, when you're that age, you oh, yeah. think you're bad. Did you, you spray paint so anybody's face with black <laughs> spray paint?
1: Because that's like when I think NWO, that is so
3: vivid in my well, mind. Well, and
1: what we did do, I was living, like I said, in California at the time, and um, like that was when backyard <laughs> wrestling was really huge too, because it was yes. so popular. So I had my own backyard uh, wrestling league.
0: Wow. And um, that's how the Hardy Boys, that's Jeff how and Matt Hardy, at- that's how they started out in yep. North Carolina.
1: Yeah, there were several, and a lot of the ECW guys start out that way. So we had our, and honestly, like even today, if I, you know, bust out the old VH, like I'm pretty proud of what we did. Like I thought, and how one of us didn't end up seriously injured or dead. Yes. I don't know. It's amazing. But it's a miracle that we did. So, I mean, I was like super into it It as my dream to become a wrestler. Um, And so we went to WrestleMania in 2000 as fans. Uh, I was an extra in this movie we were going to indie stuff all the time uh, uh, there was a promotion called XPW that was mm-hmm. out there that was like wanted to be more violent than ECW i mean they were just doing they had guns
0: and <laughs> knives <laughs> hiv
1: needle on oh, a cold no! death match oh, that's you know horrible. just like what <laughs> like, oh my god right? i mean it's just the most insane like oh. radi- i mean ridiculous stuff like nobody should watch <laughs> it it's so... just it's so gruesome so oh. so anyway uh, that's actually how I ended up in the Midwest, is uh, my dad had a connection to a guy that had a wrestling school, and so I moved around my senior year of high school to start going to the wrestling school to pursue my dream. Oh, you, awesome. know, all, uh, you know, You're like all you know, like five, six, <laughs> 140 pounds of me was uh, going to yeah. pursue this dream, and uh, so I did. I, I went for about six to nine months-ish, Um, was driving all the way to western Kentucky every weekend, every other weekend sometimes. And uh, so I was like, what? I mean, I was A lot of way, KFC way into wrestling up until about 2003, which is when I graduated high school. And I was like, oh, adulting is hard. and <laughs> uh, <laughs> people, are, people are looking down on me for this. Right. So, you know, and it just kind of uh, and then WCW really ruined the invasion when they did buy them out. I think they just totally botched like all these wrestlers they always wanted to yep. see fight that never they were could they're all they were under all contract. under the same roof and it they just completely botched but in that but, whole storyline but line. the
0: WWE w- wanted to run that storyline but all the WCW guys you guys were talking about this earlier in the live chat the they had these contracts mm-hmm. that they were just still so getting there was no paid. Goldberg. There was no reason for Goldberg no, to show yep, up. Yep, there was no. And Booker T did show up because he just wanted to wrestle. And he
1: became kind of one of their big Flair guys. Yeah. Flair was
0: still under contract. Of course, he'd
1: been in and out of both. Right, and he's for Flair. a long time. So WCW was kind of for like ninety nine, two thousand, and then when finally when they uh, went under in two thousand one, their product was just re- there was a few guys and a few angles. They, uh, if you re- I've read a lot of the, uh, guys books who were in, especially like Jericho's book is, mm-hmm. is awesome, by yeah. the way. Um, he talks a lot about how they would never promote the up and coming guys, like the guys who it was always the same guys who were in their fifties and sixties yeah. now yeah. all, just passing around the belts. And they never cultivated any new talent. Then they brought Vince Russo in, and Vince Russo basically just had a million terrible ideas, implemented yeah. them all at the same time, and, and mixed them together in a big bowl. So and I it was think, just yeah, I think WWE terrible. does
2: that now.
0: Yeah, they, I, I, I just
3: saying it's like Roman Reigns right.
0: down your throat. Well, they outside. love him because they want to turn him into Hulk Hogan, too. Um, but here's the thing, too what what came in what WCW's problem became is the same problem that WWE has now wrestling fans are listening um they have too much television to produce WCW at the time had 3 hours of Nitro, 2 hours of Thunder, had they still were doing a WCW Saturday Night and then they would do a pay-per-view once a month. Yep. WWE now has yeah. has well they have 3 hours of, Ni- of of Raw, 2 hours of SmackDown, NXT, they've got uh the other little clip shows and now they're doing a pay per view every other week because they have two brands and they have a whole network to f- yeah to flush out oh exactly and I mean so they're doing becomes, movies it's like saturation totally yeah, becomes saturation yeah. Total
3: I'm just saying they've got like reality shows now like yeah. just wrestle
0: um so with that backdrop that we just talked about and that Jake 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 let us know about this movie was born from that backdrop ready the brainchild the brainchild ready to rumble. Uh, Eric Bischoff's idea, at the time he was had this idea for this movie, he was the president of WCW, he got fired, went away, he, he went away, and um, <laughs> took a hi- uh, hiatus. He went fly fishing. He went, took a hiatus, yeah, in Cody, in Cody, Wyoming. <laughs> and so he uh, had this idea for this movie, he's out of there, and so they sub. he was going to play himself in this movie, an evil version of himself, which is hilarious to think about, and instead they get Joey Pants uh, from a bunch of gangster movies and The Matrix, uh, to come in to play Titus Sinclair um, we start out this movie with two obviously this must be this the way that they view their fans uh David Arquette's character Gordy and uh, uh Scott Kahn's character Sean Dawkins.
1: I don't know I was pretty close I wasn't too far off from these guys <laughs> no, <laughs>
3: hey, my,
0: when when I was, these guys when I remi- was, this, these guys reminded me of Biodome. These two people reminded me of of the two from Biodome, which we did yeah, a few those weeks are,
3: ago. I mean, we're talking about two all-time great movies, classics here. Woof.
0: <laughs> so, so they're um, they're standing outside of this gas station in their hometown of Lutz or Lusk. Lusk, Lusk, Lusk. Wyoming. Lusk. Is that a real town? I don't know. I didn't I look know. at it. Sure. Um, so they are standing outside of this gas station. Um, they um, end up getting this weirdly weird relationship uh, fighting with the— uh, the guy that works at the, the gas station? He's is it like the guy? only
1: store in town? Because I don't, it's like Probably. i would not go back it's, there. If, it's
3: like the guy at the convenience store is an adult, right? And he he looks at them as these are
0: like children. Punk. Yes, I'm yeah. an
3: adult. I work at a gas station. Yes,
0: <laughs> and and so you guys he punks. so the, so they're having a verbal spat with them. Um, they end up going to the live show, or it's a Nitro that comes to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah, they're just down the road <laughs> from it. Uh, Jimmy the King. Is the main guy, which is I'm Jimmy the King. Weird. It's weird. Jimmy the King is Oliver Platt, not a real wrestler from WCW, and they they treat him like they want to get rid of him. Titus gets all the whole company just to beat him up. And they legit beat down. And they legitimately beat Turns him up. Real. And it's this whole thing, right? Um, I I appreciated this scene because of the following. I got to see uh DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, who has a great yoga workout um, for only 1995 dollars 95 a month. Um, Perry Saturn, <laughs> Hooven to Guerrero, no mask. Uh, Sid Vicious, Bam Bam Bigelow, R.I.P. I Van, love that guy. Van Hammer. I met R- him. Van Hammer, R.I.P. Kurt Hennig, R.I.P. Uh, Conan, Conan, not Conan, Conan. Uh, Rey Mysterio, no mask. No mask. And Prince Iakea as Book, well Booker
3: T was in it too right And but Booker T
0: wasn't true. until a little later but Booker T later but these guys come in and beat, beat yeah. end up beating so, up Jimmy the King and
1: you guys like it, it's hard to go back to the era and know who was associated with who but what a like what a weird stable of guys. It's yeah. like okay, here's the team of all of these random guys and who have never all, teamed up with each other ag- before. They're
0: all against the fictional wrestling character. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, you they- don't even know about. And it's Oliver Platt pe- playing a wrestler. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes it so Oliver Platt is a cowboy and okay. the Old okay. West. It's like here's not. not.
1: Like okay, <laughs> so Titus Sinclair is supposed to be this this evil guy who screws over Jimmy King and yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. The reason why he's mad at Jimmy King and wants Jimmy King out of the WCW is because he's constantly late, he's out of shape. There was they referenced one time where he pukes on Bill Goldberg because he was drunk. drunk at a match, okay? Yes. So why is Titus Sinclair the the villain here for wanting to
0: fire Jimmy King and right. get him and out that, of the WCW that, like narrative. because the fans know none of this <laughs> right. and they just love Jimmy King. It's like dude, they love him. It's weird. Like and, and granted these two guys are knuckleheads and they want a redemption story yeah. to build, and they want you to buy into Jimmy King. But Jimmy King, uh, later on in this movie, you meet his wife, who he hasn't talked to in years, and he owes alimony uh child he support. He owes me to. alimony,
3: child support. The only and thing he gave never mind. You meet his
0: kid that he's abandoned, who turns on him later in the movie too? Which is
3: like <laughs> ridiculous. So random.
0: The whole thing. The is mask.
3: Weird. The mask that he was wearing.
0: Oh yeah. So I was like what is that? By the way, Gordy and Sean. They work I think I have to say this. I don't know if I'll have Paul say this or a not. Septic
1: truck.
3: I can say there. he just I, uh, uh, I don't know what I can and cannot say. Are we just <laughs> looking Are we just looking for beeps so here? Paul, oh.
0: So Paul uh, So not Paul, but these guys work for a septic uh, truck. They drain out uh porta potties right. And um and so that's what they do for a living. Sean Dawkins later in the movie, whenever they wreck this truck, goes, "That's the only
3: thing my dad left me when he died. <laughs> That's all I had to remember him by." Yes. It's like, there's <laughs> a truck full of crap. Exactly. So here's, a, can I can I bring back to this? There is a scene early on where they are both eating lunch, and they're sitting on the back of this sewage truck, and it is yes. just seeping sewage, yes. is just dripping, it and is. it like zooms and in on eating it a and sandwich just, by yeah, the
0: truck. Like it's so gross. It yeah. is so gross. So so they are um they they're driving home from the match they're so mad because Jimmy the King has been beat up and, and left for dead basically. Yeah, like, and oh by the way earlier there was a scene with Macho Man in, in the dream sequence thing earlier in the prelude yeah. thing which was pretty cool. There's yeah.
1: a there's a blooper where Oliver Platt like flat punch like punches him for real like miss, <laughs> like misses the and just lays right onto him. right I love which okay since so we're talking about I love his voice. I've, Macho Man Randy Savage has oh, like one of the greatest oh, the, oh. it's so good by the
0: way rip
1: yeah rip also i i yeah. love his I feel voice like we're gonna be saying so that much by a lot yeah there's a lot of these guys who've passed but like have you ever been when you're on hold and they're like you can either stay on hold for an hour and a half or we can call you back when it's your turn in the queue. Whatever. Say your name now and then when they call Yours, you back it would be Oh, I tell always you I'll, Oh yeah, I always Jake. I'll be like, Jake Wilburn. Oh yeah. And so like 45 <laughs> minutes later my phone rings and they're like, "Is this Jake Wilburn?" Oh yeah. And I'm like, "Yes it is. Press 1." <laughs> Fantastic. That's cool. Because why not? I'm going
3: to start talking to any telemarketer that calls me. I'm going to start talking to him like I'm <laughs> Randy Savage.
0: Hey! Oh, is yeah. Is this Paul? Oh, yeah. Snap it. Snap <laughs> it. Snap into a great deal. I'm going to break you. Um. So they um are driving home in their doo-doo truck, and they have decided that they are going to intervene, and they've got to get to Atlanta. After they wreck it. They've got to get to Atlanta. They're so upset that they wrecked the Now, truck. what's interesting about this, though, is the booking for this... Wrestling company, WCW, it's a scattered scattershot mess. They're driving from Cheyenne the next day they're supposed to be in? Or, or they just know that Jimmy's going to go back to Atlanta?
3: I think that's where he's from. Okay. I think they're such big fans, they know that he lives somewhere near Okay, Atlanta, yeah. so you're right,
0: Jake. They wreck the truck. Sparks are flying. Uh, then later, in a hilarious scene, uh, Gordy's dad, by the way, this comes in handy later, is a highway patrol or a State sheriff. trooper. State trooper. Uh, in Cheyenne, uh, which, uh, we got pulled over once in Wyoming. Yeah, you did. And my dad got a ticket. Uh, it was awesome. Anyway, sorry. Wyoming. Good st- Thanks, good Wyoming. Story, Jack. State Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, anyway, Mr. Arquette. He only drove for three hours that day, and he got pulled over. Wow. And I thought it was kind of funny, because it wasn't that long ago. Anyway, I digress. Um, so they wrecked the truck, everyone shows up, but then what comes along and wrecks as well.
1: Okay, so, what, and they even said, like, what are the odds of that? A truck full of toilet paper. Yeah crashes. Okay, man, here's the thing. You've got fire and police out there helping to like clean this up, okay? If you've ever been anywhere near a wreck of anything, there's like a mile of cones and flashing lights and whatever. None of that. No. None of that whatsoever for the for the toilet paper truck driver. Well, they're in my own. <laughs> right. <It's> like, <laughs> and then he cra- it's like, "Oh, come on, man." And yeah. that's that's kind of is the humor of this movie. You're just like, "Okay, I know this Tra- was-
3: Well, it's you could tell it was like directed by the
1: producer the, all that guy because right. they got there's a lot of slime. Yeah, a lot of slime. And it literally makes a like pew sound when the <laughs> wow. toilet paper like flies yeah. out of the truck Oh, it did! It, it, did. it like does. Fireworks going. Yeah, on. Yes.
0: Like, it does. How? Like, the toilet paper doesn't right. make any noise, guys. Like, it's weird. This
1: is so ridiculous.
0: Uh, so they're now they're afoot. They get they they get a ride from some <laughs> nuns. <laughs> Some nuns. Jacob
1: wrote
3: his boat yeah. Hallelujah. Yep. Put a good put a good uh,
1: farting nun joke in there. Or a poor one. And they actually. were. Yeah. And
0: then um, they of course they did. That they terribly executed. They sing fart with jokes. the nuns uh, running with the devil. With the, yeah. By um, Van. Van ha- I did. Van Halen. Yeah. yeah. This
3: was like straight uh, Will Ferrell church lady. You know. His yeah. Is bit. She's <laughs> running with the devil.
0: So, so lame. <laughs> It was so funny. they get out. They're, 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 these nuns are going to Daytona, which is really funny. Yeah, they are. And then For they, uh, but they're uh, Atlanta's on the way, so we're gonna drop, get dropped up. They get dropped off in Atlanta. They automate. They use a. Uh, they find a guy. They that's playing video games. That's playing a Ra- Jimmy randomly
1: King. the first gas station they get off of. Yeah. They're like, "You're playing a Jimmy King arcade game. Jimmy, you yeah. might be able to help us." I love how he slams the quarter down on the game. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a while. I never lose. That's Jimmy what you say. you have next next. So oh. wasn't that used- the guy in? Um, Oh what was he? Shermanator. that's who that guy he, he's was. Not, he's
0: not bad. Also bad. But he's not Angus too, is he? Is that Angus from the movie Angus? Or the kid that is Angus's friend Was anymore. he in the
3: movie was he in the Children of the Corn movie too?
0: Probably. That kid's been in Hollywood a lot. Um I feel like he maybe
1: like, I can find anything on the net.
0: So, I'm just well, assuming and, that there was a redhead in the he children. He uses of the Corn and you'll movie. you'll love this producer, Phil. Uh this guy um uses Hackers Planet. On an iMac, he's on an iMac doing this, and I'm assuming it's Product on. A, I'm, I'm assuming placement. it's on America, America Online because because it's the year 2000. It's the year 2000. So they, they use Hacker's Planet. We can't be too loud. My dad says Internet.
1: Yeah, well, whoa, perfect. whoa, okay, yeah. careful there.
0: I'm, and so, I'm not <laughs> whoa. So uh, anyway, they go. Uh, they find Hacker Planet. They go to talk to Jimmy. Uh, they call the hacker guy again, and um, on uh, the phone. By the way, the payphone. There's a little ad thing above it for one eight hundred call ATT. You guys remember one eight hundred call ATT? I do. And the overwhelming ad. I mean, oh just yeah. Ads for that thing. Without doubt. And now it's like gone. Like payphones are gone. For
3: sure. I used to call on the payphone, and where it said your name, I'd just say,
1: "Nana Pop, come pick me up." Collect is,
0: hey, is yeah. still around, and it's
3: mainly all used messages. by
1: um, jails. no seriously because that's the jail's like yeah so they have to call collect to have somebody and so what the prisoners will do is they'll be like you know mom come bail me out don't hang up i you know it's like like, say your name you know they that way they can not have to pay the bill be like i'm in jail again pick me up
0: all right when we come back we'll finish this thing off and we'll talk more about ready to rub they just named the jail
1: green county
3: i'm so County.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this segment is brought to you by the Horrible Movie Phone. That's right, 417-319-4677. Kids, ask for your parents' permission first. Uh, We got some great news coming up on the Horrible Movie Phone, like uh, more bleeping from Paul. Now, back to the show.
3: So, the crazy thing about Jimmy the King, and, like, you look at his moveset, him, him and Hulk Hogan are the same wrestler. Like, it's the same, like just i can barely move around i'll lift my leg and kick you I'll
0: except jimmy the he king has a is thing called, flabby he has a thing called crown him that's why Not they put buffy. that bodysuit yeah. weird thing on him with padding it's like, crown him. he looks like a park lounge it's like and a barca lounger in granny's uh, bang you front on the head. room bang
1: you on the, which apparently he can do very effectively from the top of a chair in a motorhome <laughs> yeah or he, he crowns like i'm like oh my or god or the top dude. of didn't he do it off
3: the like the top of a porta potty during one of the wrestling scenes yes uh. i mean it that movie's good for anywhere.
0: So, they, the boys go to hot Atlanta and they track down Jimmy. And they actually track down Jimmy's wife first, yes. who hates him. Who they hates him? They track his down guts. and they meet Jimmy's son, who hates him as well because he doesn't pay off his and, braces. And
3: they're just completely shocked. This isn't what Jimmy's like.
0: Yeah, they can't believe this. King. They track down Jimmy's parents. Jimmy's parents are like, he stole our motorhome. And they go back to hackerplanet.com. And, which would that still be a web? I mean, if we wanted to start a website, Google guys, it. HackerPlanet.com is a great place. I'm sure no one would ever shut us down. Get on it, Phil. Let's call it. Phil, Google <laughs>
1: HackerPlanet.com. Just see if it. we can find Oliver Platt's see address. If Hacker Planet <laughs> see if
0: HackerPlanet is available. See if HackerPlanet is available. Also, see if IllegalDownloads.com is also available. Yeah,
1: let's see if it <laughs> somehow is connected to, like, the police. <laughs> Database. Oh, why He got a ticket. TheBomb.com is taken.
0: <laughs> how about because i looked about, how about the bomb yes how that's, about, yeah okay, how, about, how, about, how about a white guy site TheBomb.com? <laughs> well, what about uh
3: what about uh an arab guy said mi oh, oh no. now i have to say this because everybody's gonna trash i am from the middle east. So, I'll just throw it out okay. there. Paul My is, dad is full blood Iraqi, was yeah, born that, in Baghdad. I'm Kurdish.
0: So, so you're so, saying you're okay? I'm just saying that I've got the past. The rest of you white folks, that's why I said thebomb.com when I said it. I'm just, oh, yeah. I mean, hey. All right. So, are those websites available for us to buy? <laughs> <Shukran>. <laughs> Hackerplanet.com. I'm so worried now. Oh, nope. Available. It's, it's uh, available. it available. It's a squad For sale. On there. Are you
3: sure you should be clicking on this?
0: <laughs> now, this is kind of bad. All right, we're gonna show down the system. You. Um, if we were by a window, there'd be a drone.
3: Whoa! Look at that. We could buy it for that much. Three thousand seven hundred
0: ninety-five dollars. Get your hackerplanet.com. All right, what? Buy, buy Buy, with, buy with, with confidence.
3: confidence. <laughs> Click. Click buy now. Don't do it. <laughs> Click buy now. Don't do it. Put it it's on it a Aaron, studio DNA. <laughs> computer. Um, okay, so here Sorry, we go. Aaron.
0: All right, so uh, they they track him down. He lives. He's in an RV, dressed as a dressed as a lady. Uh, because he's trying to hide, they they knock on the door. Jimmy the Queen. They let it. He let. They're allowed to come in, and then only for thirty bucks. Thirty bucks appear, appearance, appearance fee. appearance fee. Five dollars, thirty and so, minutes. So then he Opposite. thirty dollars. So then he um proceeds to beat him up, beat them up. Right, eventually.
3: Eventually, they get to that point. But I then mean, they're
0: like, "We'll go on a beer run for you if yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, well, to because he can't,
3: the first yeah the first five minutes he's like,
1: "Time's up, get out of here."
3: And then they offer the be- the beer run.
1: Yeah, R W R U. I'm not a has been. I'm a never was. Like, it's
0: fake. Okay, so, it's not fake. So let's talk about this. You now you have you have a company that's trying to dispel the stereotype. Uh, Eric Bischoff made a big point about wanting to get rid of any of the Southern wrestling type thoughts that people had. He fired Jim Ross. Let him go, Jim Which Ross. Which is ridiculous. Jim Ross is the voice of a generation now for wrestlers. If you have ever heard Jim Ross. Uh, he's the, he's the guy. He's well, they, the probably, they got rid of Steve Austin too. And they got rid of Steve Austin. So any of that Southern wrestling stuff. And so now in the year 2000, they're making a movie, making fun of this Jimmy the King being a Southern wrestler, but he's the main character in the movie being played by Oliver Platt, which is goofy. I'm
3: pretty sure that this was originally going to be the Eric Bischoff life story.
0: Exactly. And then you have, then you have, uh, the uh, Gordy and Sean, the two makers. Now they are from Wyoming. Yeah, but back, they're from middle of nowhere, yeah, backwoods. Yeah, yeah. And they're they, how, how did they portray them, Jake?
1: Like uh, real life version, slightly more intelligent than Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I mean, or Maybe. Bill and Ted, or like it you know, was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was, yeah, like it was, a Paulie Shore I, movie. I wrote a note about that. It's like, man, what he, what are you guys saying about your
3: fans here? That, yeah, do like, you think this is what your fans are? They're just working on sewage and yeah you know not God. intelligent like barely it, graduated high school and, have no ambition yeah
0: and i would say literally what? there is no audience for this movie then if you take your audience and you say listen we know this is our audience and we think you're complete idiots um also we want you to buy this uh we're trying not to be that but we would like you to buy it. it's like you're not going to have anyone it's very
1: well and it doesn't it doesn't know whether it wants to be real or fake too because like in the scene where Jimmy King is double-crossed or whatever in that yes. first match, he's like, okay, you know, and they're calling off the moves like they would, you know, yeah. in- impromptu. Well, then when Diamond Dallas Page actually hits him in the face, he's like, what are you doing? Da-da-da-da. And then he does this move where he catapults him over the ring, which yeah. would be absolutely impossible to do in, a, should, in an actual real fight. We should try that here in a few like minutes. Like he, you know, Jimmy <laughs> King clearly jumps over the thing. And so there's several scenes where you're like, okay they're supposed to be real fighting but they're doing these yeah. wrestling moves that are impossible in yeah. their life and like we it doesn't know what <laughs> we it wants should do
3: to- that for patreon we'll post a video of us trying this move okay. Okay. producer phil is gonna do it to me
0: okay pay okay. for um okay so <laughs> so they um are helping jimmy trying to rehab him they they go and do they first talk to goldberg or they first talk to sal they talked to uh, Sal first. They, yeah, Sal Mandini. Yeah, Sal Mandini. Uh, he was uh, Wal- uh, Martin Landau? I almost said Walter Matthau, but Can Martin I, he, Landau.
3: He was a great part. Of he man. was. He was cracking um, and me. And so up. They,
0: they they get him to, and he he basically is a Stu Hart ripoff. Yep. He's basically like a Luthez plus. The only thing Stuhart that would have made him any better is if he Sal. ended
3: every sentence in C. You want to wrestle C? C. Huh? Um, see.
0: See. Uh, so then he um, trains him up a little bit, but. I almost said Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff says, Titus Sinclair sends Sid Vicious and Perry Saturn, which I loved these two doing this yeah. because here's the thing. Perry Saturn, literal, former Army Ranger. Okay. Uh, and he's crazy. Uh, maybe not that Also
1: crazy. in the WWF by the time this movie comes he out. He was
0: because he was playing yeah. Moppy. He had Moppy, right? Right, yeah. Um, the Radicals with yes. a Z. Um, <laughs> that's what he knows legit. Just put a Z on it. Radicals, we'll be fine, you know. And then Sid Vicious, who's from West Memphis, Arkansas, and who, uh, synonymously, whenever softball season, whenever it turned turn spring, he would be gone. He would have an injury, or he would just be gone because he was going to play slow pitch softball. Like, Are you no, serious? This is very, very well documented. Like, okay, been that is, by everybody. Wow. That
3: crazy blows my mind because I I love Sid Vicious when but he I was, was, was always like around. I I was always a big kid. Shocker. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> like I identified with all like the. It, Big and Sid Vicious was huge in my in my mind. He's a monster, bigger than everybody else. And so like I was like, why is this guy was getting injured? Yeah. What the heck? Well, why he, is this guy. Have you seen? Yeah, the yeah, I, Like okay, you're
0: getting I'm gonna to that. say. Well, how you gonna say? Go and, you tag, and you tag into this. If you want some awesome audio and video stuff, you go on YouTube and type in Sid Vicious. You're gonna get one the worst promos ever. He says things you're like <laughs> he like sounds crazy, like ridiculous. And then tell us what you're going to tell us about Jake.
1: So there, he had a did have a legit injury, like a career ending injury. He jumps off the top rope, and his leg just like turns to rubber. It is the most sickening. It, oh,
0: look. here's the two here. and here's do the, remember. That. Here's the two things about that injury is that he wears really long boots that are, that were very kind of shiny enough to really give the effect to when it when it did when it broke the way it did the leg did. And then he has knee pads, so it's like his whole like from knee down is like kind of black, you know, it's outlined. And so then when it when it just snapped in half his leg, it's just like the letter L. I mean, it is it's like, brutal. and he's just like, ah, it is brutal. Ah. And it was on live TV, so yep. we're like, gonna try
3: that for Patreon supporters too later. Patrons
0: get <laughs> patrons get perks. Flip a coin. Um, See who's breaking their leg? Who's breaking your leg? So um, we've got to kind of power plot through this. Here we go. Uh, so they they show up. They beat up Sal. Um, he has to go try to get, they have to get help. They hope Goldberg will help him. Goldberg works alone. Um, they meet up with Rose McGowan's character, who is one of the nitro girls. Yeah, this
3: is important because he's got a huge crush um, on her. Turns uh,
0: out she is actually a plant from Titus Sinclair. Of course. And so uh, she's evil. Uh, they leave her at some arena somewhere. Um, at the hospital. They leave her at the hospital they when the they hospital. see Sal. By the way, before this, um, they had Oliver Platt. What am I saying? Uh, uh, Jimmy King and the boys had went to a Nitro and uh, got a match with Okay,
1: yeah, they so they sneak him in in the porta in potty the porta right because yes, that's, well, right? that's their connection. They got experience.
0: They're professional, they know it the best.
1: So and now their world champion Diamond Dallas Page has to shoot a promo. So he's going to shoot a promo right next to the porta potties, okay? And then oh, Jimmy I mean, King the Jimmy way. King jumps out of the porta potty and and attacks him like which is supposed to be, you know, like a real attack or whatever. And he's been fired, and so Titus Sinclair does the next logical thing when somebody who is no longer an employee assaults a current employee and says, okay, I'll give you a match with just a shot at the title and a million bucks. How about that? But if you lose, like, you will lose. I'm like, what? You'll be gone
0: forever. Like, how does that? <laughs> <laughs> forever. A million dollars with the title. I love that, by the way. It's like, I dude,
3: it. he got fired. How about you just give me a million dollars and you can have the title?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Um. Oh, my gosh. So, Gordy, when he dumps Rose McGowan after uh, after what's his face Sal's been in the hospital, mm-hmm. he dumps her, shuts the door in the RV, and then you hear "Boom, Cowboy, babe. and I thought it was so funny. <laughs> the soundtrack of this movie it has it has um, Limp Biscuit is yeah, in it. It, does. it has uh, "Keep Rolling, Rolling, Rolling" that song. Uh, it has uh, Kid Rock uh, "Cowboy," and it has "Lit." My own worst enemy. That's right. In it. Yeah. It is like a piece of like. Perfect soundtrack for this era mm-hmm. and for this movie. Like they did a good job of paying the rights for that. That's probably part of the $24 million budget. So weird. Anyway, I thought I'd say that. Um, glad you did. Jimmy goes back, uh, to his wife and his son and sort of makes amends a little I'm bit. Sorry. Do sorry. you feel quick, Right. He you. apologized at least, right? He does. Uh, he's... make an honest woman out of you. Um, so then, uh, Gordy's dad, uh, Shows up when does Gordy's dad show up and make him when, go back when they,
1: to, when they go back to Wyoming to help Jimmy King continue because Sal's, Sal's gonna connect
0: out. him to his roots. Yeah, Sal's out,
1: and so they need to keep training him. And so they go back to Wyoming to like try to help him get a posse and to train him. And as soon as they get back into Wyoming, his dad is pulls up in the police car and takes him.
0: They have a uh, they have the posse uh, tryouts. They get a literal let's think about this again, WCW. Uh, it's trying to be more realistic. That was Eric Bischoff's dream: was to have more realistic product. Uh, when he took over, it was like there was this restaurant named Firebreaker Chip. Who? What did he do? Oh, he was a firefighter. Right. Everybody had a and job. There's always. There's <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Everyone was some sort of a job. WWF had uh, Duke, uh, Duke, Repo Man. The, uh, Duke the, drum, <laughs> the Dumpster Drossy. Trash Man Phil. He's his trash man. And so all yeah, Repo Man. He takes back your stuff. Don't the clowns? they evil clown. Everybody has this theme, and WCW had tried to get away from that. Well, this movie, their movie they threw money at. Buying back in. Yeah, we've got like a crazy cowboy character uh, and a uh, firefighter. Fireman Fred. Fireman Fred, and they become part of their posse. Now, uh, Gordy. Which, which
1: not really. They never appear again after that they, theme, they, But well, They
0: make one entrance at the beginning of the cage Match. Oh, do they? At the top of the thing. But, yeah, you never see him again. Yeah. yeah. and then they. Um, because Goldberg. Goldberg's there. rescue. Thanks Goldberg and the state trooper and the law, the you law, know, the law. Okay, so instinct and so uh, I just found so they get to uh, they they take off um, and Gordy uh, is not doesn't leave with them in the RV. Of
3: course not.
0: No. There's a obligatory uh, rear end scene of Scott Con. By the way, um, whenever he's saying bye to that one random girl from the drive through, the one who really loved who really loved him. him. You talk about trying to build a backstory that was completely pointless, right? Like that was like pointless.
3: Hey, this
1: movie has everything you need.
0: They were wrapped in a WCW NWO nothing, blanket. It's there's, got love.
1: That's what I was gonna say. There's nothing like being in the back of someone else's RV wrapped up in a WCW blanket that says "Love Me." That's a, yeah. It's, it. Yeah. I mean, there was selling merchandise
3: right here, guys. <laughs>
0: merch. Get merch.
3: How are we gonna get some of our merch in the movie? I got it. Wrapped them naked up in a
0: blanket. Oh gosh. Um. So then they uh, they get to the match. Uh, DDP comes out. It's a triple cage. Uh, it's a cage on a smaller cage, and then a leave sm- a little teeny tiny cage on top that you never see anyone in the smaller cage. By the way, on top, Jake is in this scene of the cage match. Yep. Jake, tell us about what it was like to be around the triple cage.
1: So, I mean, it is a massive structure. I mean, it it is really huge. It, it was Yeah, it, it was really there. There was wasn't that ever used in a real match? Anything like that? Tw- twice after that, and both of them were totally missed opportunities.
0: Chris Canyon fell off of
1: it. Chris Can- Well, Chris Canyon was Oliver Platt's stunt double. So ba- anytime you see Jimmy the King on camera by the way, without Chris, his face. By the way,
0: Chris Canyon, RIP. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, he's also, what's ironic is this movie has a lot of gay humor, mm-hmm. and Chris Canyon was like the first openly yeah. homosexual wrestler yeah. in, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of ironic, but uh, they had to film the, the, especially the wrestling moves over and over and over again. There was something about like when Goldberg is shaking the cage, trying to get in, there was something about that, that they didn't like. Cause I swear they must've spent, An hour just like shaking that door over and over again. And Goldberg wasn't even the one shaking it. They were just, it was, it was, well, if you've ever seen it kind of behind the scenes stuff, there's all this. But
0: it always reshoots to the point of ad nauseum. None of the
1: actors were there. It was the, all the wrestlers were. And of course, Chris Canyon was doing Oliver Platt's part, but none of the actors were there. So everything that you see with Scott Kahn and all those guys was shot somewhere else later. It wasn't done actually at the. At the scene, no, uh, Diamond Dallas Page did not actually fall through that. Was all uh, three of those, by the way.
0: (laughs) That okay, so they're fighting, and there's some, there's a little bit of blood in this one, um, fake blood. It looks really fake, too, by the way. Um, and they uh fight the bad guys, try to intervene. Um, Sid and Saturn, which a lot of these guys like the characters they portrayed in this movie aren't even the character type of characters they were in the in, yeah, ever in real life. DDP wasn't a bad guy. Uh, I, yeah, he was always a good he guy. He was always a good guy. He was I mean, always a face early, yes. early in his career he was a, a bad guy. And then he came I mean he he was you know he was actually thirty-four when he started professional wrestling. Yeah, he's so always a little bit older than most yeah, of the guys. Yeah. And so but anyway, he was always he'd been a bad guy for a little bit and then he became a good guy, was a good guy for most of his run. Mm-hmm. Uh until he got into WWF and stalk, and he was a, he was stalking yeah, the which, Undertaker's wife. Like, like I said, they really they totally angle. ruined the All whole those guys. invasion angle. Yeah. Um Oh, by the way, I want to I want She's to make this comment. Be mine now, Undertaker. It's so bad, like bad. The only um, one who survived with a job is the Undertaker. That's true. He always will. Um, Bill Goldberg, Charles Robinson's the referee. He's a Little Nate is his nickname. Uh, he's the referee. We've got Mike Tanay and Tony Schiavone on uh, commentary, uh, and really just have uh, just a huge pile of uh, Scott Con and <laughs> Gordy's job. Just pile of it, yeah, in a truck. Um, they I liked um Sid and Saturn and Bam Bam in this movie as bad guys and you mm-hmm. got to see Goldberg and Booker T, Kidman, Disco Inferno.
3: Mean Jean.
1: <laughs>
0: I Do love you Mean think Gene. I'm Pretty. I love Mean Jean.
1: Yeah, that was, that was that was a weird song. And also that Mean Jean was, was never a in ring announcer and they had yeah. when during the first part, yeah. Michael Buffer was in the final yeah. scene. Yeah, he's always like
0: the stick guy that's doing yeah, back it was, it was backstage like, interview why? guy. I don't get it. Um, okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Oh, we're going to continue this on the backside of me saying, uh, see you soon to the radio folks. Uh, but here's what I am going to say. Um, radio friends, listen up. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you want to hear the finished product of this show, this episode, uh, go to the old iTunes and download this. dot com, studio, DNA, dot media. Um, all your favorites over there, uh, Jake, Paul, Phil. Thanks for stopping in.
3: Thanks for having us.
0: Well, it's great. WCW is better for this episode. So, um, radio folks, we'll see you soon. Uh, everyone else, uh, hang tight. They're gonna make it come. We'll see back. you in a second. Okay, so um, back to this. Um, we have uh, this match happening at the end. We're in the cage. Mm -hmm. They're climbing the cage. They're trying to get to the top. There's a title. There's a million dollars at stake. A million dollars. What are our thoughts at this point in the movie?
1: (laughs) What is Sting going to do? Because Titus Sinclair threatens him and is like, "I I will literally kill you if you don't help Diamond Dallas Page win. I'm paraphrasing what he said. He says you'll die. Yeah, he oh, says, yeah. He, he, says, he threatened to kill. Yeah, him. he says, I will kill you. He,
3: he tells him, he says, I will kill you. And
1: Sting does his Sting I mean, thing and just says, Sting, man. Up sting. You, don't, you don't threaten Sting. It's so weird, though. And so DDP is baseball bat. grabbing, trying to grab for the belt. He's almost got it.
3: And nothing like a good old rack shot to end, end his chances. Right. Always the low
0: blow myth. Oh, the low a, blow's the way to go. Did
1: you see during the credits there was a low blow, <laughs> blow compilation? I, I, I was going to say that. I mean, there were so many yeah. low blows in this movie, it's like a solid 45 seconds. That's of just them playing all of the Low blows crotch shots over. from this movie. And over and over
0: and over.
2: And yep. over oh, <laughs> and after Oh <laughs> crunch
0: <laughs> after, foley each one, are,
3: after each yeah. one it was who's your daddy?
0: Yeah, foley artists <laughs> are crunching <laughs> celery. And it's like <laughs> it's, and crunch. <laughs> crunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like yeah. what the yeah. heck? Who's your daddy? Over I, and over again. I always
1: <laughs> thought this was the most I one of the lamest lines in the movie where Sting like goes up and he's like, Jimmy
0: King's all right
1: by me. Just like, dude. Oh so
0: lame. It's so stupid. Goldberg. His whole thing is is lame. Yeah. yeah. Um. So definitely not. Basically, movie. they're in the cage. Why? Okay. Why are we trying to? Why, why did the law? Why did David Arquette's character have to drive the motorcycle through because the cage? Because
3: Goldberg could not rip get the, the cage. Couldn't open. get the door open. No matter how
1: hard he tries, padlock closed.
0: Okay. And they were trying to get in there to help because the bad guys had gotten in. Yeah. yeah. So the, the
1: bad guys got in the cage and they locked the door behind them.
0: Okay. So Goldberg and I think I listed this off. Goldberg, Booker T, Billy Kidman. Disco Inferno come to the ring. Goldberg starts shaking the cage. Because Fear- if you're in trouble, the
1: you definitely want Disco Inferno He's to come to your aid. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's
0: there to help. Um then Bucky. uh Arquette, David Arquette, Gordy, uh, the law flies the law. through the cage. By the way, that thing opens up like a present on Christmas <laughs> Day. Like it just like pops open, yeah. like no problem. Also, before did, the bike di- even di- gets anywhere di- near it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, did not happen in the actual filming. The, the, there was no motorcycle. There listen, was no, the bike was intimidating. That that didn't happen.
0: And David Arquette's face. I wish you guys could see my face. <laughs> ah, like coming through the air. Yeah. It's like, oh my lord! This is the low, the lowest pretty, of lows. Pretty great. Um, pretty great. Mean Gene at the end. Okay. Well, by the way, they climb the cage. Paige is climbing the cage. Jimmy, Jimmy the King. Jimmy King. Jimmy. I think it's just Jimmy King. Jimmy it's king. just Jimmy King. Jimmy King is You've been the saying cage. Jimmy the King. Jimmy the, the King. It works. It's hey, it's the king. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Because this character
1: is clearly ripped off of Jerry the King Lawler. He right? is. Very ripped off. off your head. Um, Definitely not. Very really southern.
0: Um, so then he they're climbing the cage. Low blow. He gets the belt first. Then he hits Diamond Dallas Page through three levels of cage. Yeah. 60 feet should be to his death back first on the ring. If nothing else, his C four vertebrae the should ring. shoot up through the ceiling, <laughs> into the stratis- into the stratosphere and implant onto the moon lander. Right. And exploding the moonlander. But the ring is very giving. Mm. Yeah. I mean a trampoline would murder you at that height, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a bad deal. And he lands and it's like, well, I guess he's nothing. dead. Yeah, he gets carried that off. That happens yeah. at the end of uh of uh Nuhl's Bard too where Hogan just kills Zeus. I mean, no, no, no. He kills the uh, the bad guy at the end of it, like the bad business guy. And it's just like, I don't know why. At the end, I guess they have to just die at the end of the, the bad guys have to die at the end of wrestling movies. I don't know.
3: There's a first lot, of all, like,
1: I think Shane McMahon could have taken that fall. He
0: would take that. Oh fall. yeah,
1: didn't he fall off the Titantron? Or He's no, that, that was one of the Road Warriors. Like fell off the Titantron. Right. Gosh. Yeah, I forgot about um,
0: that. So man. He falls. Everything goes. I, I love this quote. Mean Gene at the end. Mean Gene at the end says, "This is the most amazing battle ever witnessed." Wow, well, <laughs> well, because it is. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. You were there, was it? No, that was the shortest, <laughs> greatest battle ever witnessed. No, that was such. Uh, Gordy's a wrestler named the Law. Uh, Goldberg is friends with him, and overall, this this is just really horrible.
3: Yeah. I mean, Goldberg, hey, Goldberg wants to be the King's tag
0: partner. Oh, but I got already that one. He's right here somewhere in the law. Yeah. He's Me? the law.
1: So, I'm David Orquette. So I, I want to point out what happens to Titus Sinclair is all of a sudden the fans are like, we love Jimmy King. And he's like, no, you can't. I made, I made, I tell you what to like, I made wrestling. and <laughs> the, the fans. Right. And then the fans li- like literally assault him. Yeah. Okay, well, so this is
3: like the David Arquette speech.
1: He, yeah, he's you don't make wrestling, right, fans, the fans make wrestling, and they throw him into the crowd. And, then and now he is like stomp him out,
0: literally stomped <laughs> to death.
1: And I'm just like, okay, that's, that happens. That's okay. I wonder what the We're next, that. I
0: wonder what that was. That the pay-per-view, that is a pay-per-view. That's Royal Flush, pay-per-view. Royal Bash, Royal, B-
1: <laughs> Royal
3: Bash, Royal
0: Flush should have been called this. <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> um, Royal Bash, is that good? um. And so, anyway, I wonder what the next night or the next night was going to be was, would be like. I did. I will say that maybe this well, is a good I, sign of I a great tell movie you. that makes me want to. No more. <laughs> David Arquette wins the championship. <laughs> um, David Arquette would actually win the title sooner again than Goldberg would win the title. Interesting. De- deservingly so. I mean, the law. The he was, law. He's so tiny, though, in real life. Dude, did, did, like I, to see him like win the title was like. Ridiculous.
1: You should look up some of the. Costumes that David Arquette wore when he was wrestling. So bad. Oh, they were bad. He was a wrestling fan, though. Like to. His, to oh his oh credit, yeah, like, and his. I've read where he yeah, he, was he has fan.
0: said he is. Uh, he looks back at it now and thinks it did a lot of. It actually, he knows it did harm to. The title, yep, for him to have the title, and
1: he was ag- he was against it at the time.
0: But, but Vince Russo, Russo kept was involved in and trying to talk Tony Schiavone. They were having a
1: meeting and like they were putting all this, you know, getting Arquette involved, trying to get mainstream media attention. And Tony Schiavone's like, "Well, with all the money and effort we're putting into David Arquette, we might as well just hand him the belt." And everybody oh around the table's like, "Ha ha ha!" And Vince Russo's like,
2: "Bing, that's a great that's idea."
1: A great idea. Yeah, a great it's idea. like, "Whoa, that was clearly a joke." Yikes! And here we go.
0: Well, let's talk <laughs> about the goods and bads in this movie. Uh, what are some goods, Jake, what's some goods?
1: Uh, it like, like Paul said, it, it is, if you don't think too hard about it, it is entertaining. It definitely like I is. never, I was never bored. I, there were times where I, you know, I kind of rolled my eyes or I was like, oh, that's like, there's that old lady that wears like the leather yeah. and stuff. And is like, I'm like, ah, like yeah, that's exactly. some of that's a little painful, um, but I was never bored, and and I could probably over the next you know five years, if I watched it, you know two or three times in the next five years, I could probably sit through it again. I think I could too. I I, I think that the movie,
3: like you said, it, it was entertaining. Um, I was probably aided by the fact I watched it at like eleven forty five at night after a full work week, so I was pretty like slap happy. So I thought everything was way funnier than what it maybe was, but. I found it entertaining. The good, the good for me was the nostalgia. Like it brought, like just seeing all the old time wrestlers that popped up in the beginning, and you know, Macho Man. Yeah. How 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 roided they all must have been. How looking at Young Booker T and just like it took me back to my basement in Kansas City, when me and my brother would watch wrestling on a TV that had wood paneling on the sides of it, and it was that good. So
0: it was good. I the the wrestlers was my favorite thing too. Um, Yeah honestly the storyline is so bad in this movie like i it doesn't really resemble wrestling i guess this is going into the bads i'll start with the bads. it doesn't resemble how wrestling i mean i'm not saying i know how wrestling works but i kind of know how wrestling works and it doesn't really (laughs) resemble anything like the product that they're trying to portray yeah right and it is like odd and i guess it's a movie but the casting of of Oliver Platt was bad, mm-hmm. and I, I need. I've not read why they cast Oliver Platt, but like maybe they sent out a casting call and they're like, "Let's see what big name people bite on this." <clears throat>
1: well, and for it was originally
0: like, John Candy,
1: like movies like this that are born, like you know, comic book movies are like you have. All right, that you watch the movie and there's stuff that general audiences who are not deep fans can understand. Same thing with Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then within those movies, you bury. Easter eggs and references, or you're like, oh, if, if you've been into it for a long time, like, yeah. you understand, right? This didn't really have any of that. Like, there were some plot points that were kind of relevant to, you know, alluded to some stuff. But, I mean, like, WCW never went to New York. Like, that was... WWF's territories, and then the arena that they go to in the movie isn't even... The
0: the New York
1: arena. It's not even a real...
0: Arena. Right. So all.
1: me, like, having been just so deep into wrestling at the time, I was watching this, and I'm like, no, no, no. And there was there was no, like... It, they're, I, they're not even getting it right. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So yeah. who do, who do they want to watch this movie, right?
3: Yeah, I mean... Wrestling it, fans.
0: They, they know that every week, and at this point, WCW was probably getting about... Three million viewers a week. Yeah. They it sunk. At one point, they were getting five million, six million viewers a week. Like there was a big share they were getting, and then it dipped into the like like by two thousand one when it closed, it was in yeah. the high ones.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and you, so,
0: but there's a built-in audience.
3: You want wrestling fans to view this audience, and then you just insult them the
0: entire time.
3: You'd be like, that's what I. That's what I got from. I was just like, what are you? What are you doing here? Like, like, like fans are going to be the ones that watch this movie. It's not going to be like. Martha down the street is like, I want to see that wrestling movie. No.
0: like Yeah, with doo-doo humor yeah. and...
1: Yeah, wrestling fans are going to go... Or wa- even, or go watch even like, you know, me, I was 15 at the time yeah. and I'm a fan. Other 15-year-olds who were like, wrestling's stupid, I'm going to go play football or whatever the cool kids did in high school. You know, <laughs> they're not going to go see this movie. Yeah, You no. know, so even if you are that
0: age... Yeah. Where so you, it's like,
3: they,
1: if you're a fan of this, you're kind of a loser...
3: You know, probably slack or don't now like like for it, sure. It's just at like the time. Now immature, I, will,
0: I will say this dumb. in college, like when I was in college, my freshman year, of college, sophomore year, of college, wrestling was huge. Like, and it was mainstream, and you would want to go see events. I've said that before. Like, I'm sometimes like live events, and I probably would go now. Like, I, I we've talked about this. I feel like next time it comes to Springfield, I'll probably go. I was gonna go. I, I was I, gonna go I, with I,
3: Jake I, and them, and I remember something came up.
0: I just I, I'm to the point now where I'm like. What else am I got? Yeah, let's go. Watch I did it. see fun. like a. It'd be a good if nothing else, it'd be a good camaraderie hangout time. Yeah.
3: I, I did fun. see like an old. It was like a. I think it was a RAW, but it wasn't. You know, it was just one of kind of their side shows. Like Rob Van Dam was the uh, big match. He frog splashed whoever he was what wrestling. Like pretty sweet. Right? Yeah. it was the, the old JQH, and I was awesome. Like maybe eighth grader, freshman in high school. I love cool. Rob Van
0: Dam. Rob Van
1: Dam's worth seeing. Yeah, he was, he was good. He awesome. was awesome. Yep.
0: There's a match. Uh if you have the WWE Network, you can watch this. Uh Rob and Dan versus Eddie Guerrero. It's the battle of the frogs flash. It's really good. Ooh, yeah, I bet it's that a would really be great good. Match. Um so um Goods and Bads. We talked about bads just for the fact that it's got a lot of dude humor to it. Yeah. Um they're eating sandwiches by the by, sewer truck.
3: That's just seeping.
0: It was so gross. Um this is a uh segment we would like to call Derek Webb presents recasting. Okay, um, we're going to recast this movie. Who, Other. let's not go to Oliver Platt's character quite yet. Is there a way, with with what you were given in this movie, you could recast uh, Arquette and uh, Scott Kahn and have a better result if you recast anyone in Hollywood's available? And let's go even current actors. Let's say you could time machine it, the popularity of current actors. What would it be like if you could supplant a different person in those two characters? Go, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I said, I just That's for me I would say. be the same result because I think he. Is, would be. I think he's bad. If in honestly for me, you know how we did Titanic on here, and there are people that are like it's the greatest movie ever. I hate that movie for a lot of reasons. I could do every Shia LaBeouf movie other than Holes, and do it on this podcast and be pleased doing it. I think he's the worst. He is the wet blanket of all actors. Oh wow, wow! Take that, Shia. He has, he's gonna get an award if I ever do an award show for this for this podcast. He, he'll win. He's gonna. Thing. It's gonna be the Shia LaBeouf wet blanket award goes to, and then it'll be whatever.
3: Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I mean, can I the Rock? Okay, the uh, Rock and John Cena in the wrestling. No, I'm
0: so okay. So, I'm trying
3: to think of like a like an actual actor that I would put in place. The, and the problem and is, and it's, it's the just,
0: two Beavis and Butthead role type characters. Yeah. So who would play those two so, people? So
3: I'm thinking like. And who who plays that stuff today? Uh, who's the guy? He was he was in the American Pie movies. He played Stiffler. What's his name? Sean something.
0: Okay, uh, Sean. Uh, I know who you're talking about Sean.
3: I would say well, whoever that guy is, Sean whatever. And then Ryan Reynolds pre, like pre Deadpool days. Like if you put Ryan Reynolds from like Van Wilder, he is this
0: guy, Sean William Scott. <laughs> And, and Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Ryan pre, pre- Deadpool Ryan Reynolds I'm not sure what happened okay Pre-Deadpool Jake we're recasting the two buffoons
1: Huh uh what's that guy's name Michael Cera Michael, Okay Michael, oh C- I, okay Ooh. now that See that, now you're getting this is like there you go Jonah Hill
3: Michael you could just put super bad oh, now, hold, super bad ready on, to rumble again.
0: This is exactly That's Derek, solid. Derek Webb said on jobs when we do the movie jobs he's like we could just cast recast James Franco and Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill into these roles, and it would be a more entertaining movie. Make a comedy about jobs. I, so is that what we're doing here?
1: Well, if we did that, it'd be the same. I mean, it's the same
3: humor. There'd probably be like, yeah, it is. It is. It's not that. It's not that stuff,
1: different. But... Maybe the guy from, um, oh, he's the main guy on that '70s show. Oh, Kutcher? Yeah, catcher to- and you could no not uh,
0: Topher. Kut- Topher Grace. Topher Grace and, M- and Toby Maguire. Star in Lady <laughs> room. No,
1: not Toby McGuire. No.
0: Toby McGuire stars as Superman.
1: Um, <laughs> what? Oh, you know who almost did star as Superman? you know Cage. this, that's right. Oh Barb. That's
3: who I'd put in this movie. Nick um, Cage Nick is Jimmy Cage. the King Jimmy
0: King. Yes. Okay, let's, yes, let's Nick segue Cage occasion. is Jimmy, King. Now let's Jimmy segue King. as Jimmy the King, we're <laughs> saying you should have we should have Nick Cage. Yes. Yes. Okay, is there a second one we can pick?
3: Oh man. <laughs> be How so do you good. It? Oh, so that? That's so perfect.
0: Well, it's perfect from funny, but let's really. We're trying. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we're tra- trying to make like, a better movie. Okay, I'm going to make a better movie better. That, that might have. I just oh, wanna... see, I didn't
3: realize that was the goal because the people I cast in the movie were like. And we're trying to make a better movie.
0: Like the whole point is trying to make oh. it. Not horrible. Not horrible. Okay.
3: Leonardo okay. DiCaprio. No. no. Okay, what, what
1: about. He... um? Hold on. Oscar Wilms. Daniel Day Lewis. He could play Jimmy King. Malkop guy. Paul Blart. Yeah, Kevin
0: has, James. What's his, Kevin James. James.
1: Kevin James. Did you
0: know that Kevin good. James was on Mick Foley's high school wrestling team with him? Really? Yeah, huh. with, with the same high school. There you go. And there's a picture of him. I got a book that has a picture of both of them in there. And Kevin James is jacked in this picture. He is ripped. Huh. And, you're, and you're like, you knew in high school he was probably just like the noogie king, the wedgie guy, <laughs> the dump your head in the toilet guy. He's wearing his leather jacket. He is... Jacket. Interesting. He's he's big. Huh. So Kevin James. Kevin James. Okay. Kevin James. He fixes this.
1: Makes it better.
3: Does he make? He the, makes
0: it more family watchable. Do they make back to the budget? Like the or zookeeper. in two thousand does he cost? He he probably doesn't draw a whole lot in two thousand, does he? No. I mean, are
1: we talking? Are we talking same script? Same, oh, yeah. script, different Same actor. script, different actors.
0: script, different actors. Are
1: you wanting to like remake it now? Are you saying who could
3: we no, have put in? I, I'm then? saying
0: you can. Well, if we did then, but you can always solve deal? it with Stallone. Yeah, you can always solve it with Schwarzenegger. You can always. So I'm saying if we're saying this movie, any is any
3: time, any like now, you can time machine it. And I don't then, know if Kevin James would fix it because he's kind of not. He's he's out of it. Put Adam Sandler in there. That dude does all Adam types Sandler of movies and, like this. No. Adam Sandler. in 2000. You, I'm and, just saying, if you want to sell, like if you want to sell movies, Adam Sandler's your guy.
0: Or the Rock, just
3: like well, yeah, but I'm saying like just family <laughs> right. stuff, like like Adam Sandler to families, like he's he what he does in Hollywood right now is really intelligent because he's not making like movies that make you think a whole lot, and he's not making like these comedies that he used to. That's like it it appeals to a certain demographic you can't really take your kids to. Like he realizes there's a niche that was missing. Like people need family movies, and he just makes them, mm. and and they sell, and he makes a ton of money off of it.
1: I- he does. You need somebody who is going to be believable as a wrestler. They have all. That's what I'm saying. But if we're recasting it, like you you want a believable, and that's why I'm like, you know, Kevin Kevin James, his his kind of bowling ball build, he could probably build a little. He could he could jack up for this movie. Uh, I he's you know yeah he usually plays kind of the bumbling idiot or whatever, but I think you know trying to picture him doing the double crowning in the motorhome. You know, and also you know all the getting kicked in the crotch a hundred times. Like yes. well, the one Jimmy I f- King, like he, I, I feel like he could. So the one I the basically this movie was redone as the
3: wrestler, right? And w- wasn't that the movie of Mickey Rourke? Mickey Rourke. That's I feel good like key, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like if you're wanting to like make this movie better and like make be serious about it and it not be like this just slapstick. Let's talk about we're poop talking same and, same script. Though. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I, I mean, I feel like Mickey Rourke like makes it more legitimate, and he's a guy he you know boxer. Kind of in shape. Yeah, The Wrestler Does was a great movie, which shape. is
1: basically Jake the Snake's life story. Yes.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I think of now. Okay. If you're wanting to sell a movie like that.
0: Well, we wanted to try to get above water. Because we, I hear you. We're
3: just trying to make our money back,
0: guys. We just want to make our money back. I feel like the uh, WCW wrestlers, if it was WWE wrestlers at the time, it would be a lot easier. You would have had Stone Cold in this thing. You would have had The Rock in this. You would have had McFoley in this. Triple H would have been in this.
1: There's still, I'd say a high chance that it would have been bad even if it would have been WWF
0: because people would have been like oh this is kind I of I
1: just crazy. had I mean how do you the the wrestler was a, a little bit different and a because it I, was a
0: a life story about It was someone. a life
1: story and and honestly you could have been like well, ins, is- instead of being a wrestler it could have been like a, a any any hey i had a career i was something at my physical peak now i'm not and i'm a has been and i'm i'm having a hard time coping with yeah. You know, not being what I was. Mickey Rourke's acting. You career. could almost insert another career in there, change the story a little bit and have the same well, Jake like, Roberts, broad effect.
0: It's kind of like Mickey Rourke's character is kind of Jake Roberts. Like if you're right, Jake is, Roberts' yes. story, that's yes. kind of it. Yeah. Um the big thing I would say is this actually is a life story and it's about David Arquette and his ascension. To being a great wrestler.
3: By the way, in the meantime, I looked up some of his costumes: the clear mesh button-up shirt, gross, oh, there and was the some, leather pants. There was some bad stuff. Um, okay,
0: Solid. let's rate this movie. Horribles: one being bad, five being abysmal. Um, and and don't go off of. I, I know it's enjoyable to watch, but yeah. Boggy Creek is enjoyable for me to watch, <laughs> and it was awful. and it's a five. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, See, so I, I, that, I'm not saying I'm not saying. Um, how bad it it's is. It's a bad movie. And I,
3: a- I've done that in the past. I've done, like, I've well, done my rating. Do off no, a lot of people do that. I yeah, we've done, it, like,
0: a hundred and how many? I, I think
3: about that and, like, so, like, last week I did the Pass Fire. We did Pass Fire. And yeah. I rated it one because I enjoyed it. But it was so much worse than that when I got to thinking about it. So, I mean, this movie is really bad. Like, really bad and yet enjoyable. So, in my mind, just for, like, everything they did and the script and the just everything, I, I'd probably put it, like, a four. That bad? I'm just saying, like if you look at you look at the script, you look at as who they a, cast as the main character. I'm saying if you look at the movie itself, not not its enjoyment, just like what the movie was, the stupid humor, the I, I'd say, I mean, it's a pretty bad. You know, movie.
0: categories to make to 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 rate this on the idea of maybe a category of um a, a movie's ability to make money. That can't could it actually make money? Is the story good? Is no, the casting no. any good? Not really. Yes, you know what I'm saying? If you if you start putting this in those categories, where does it fill up? Does right, it fill up those it's categories. Okay, here's the thing. But it's
1: enjoyable. Yeah, like, I, I watched yeah, it. I love, laughed at it. I love A good two morons go on an adventure movie. <laughs> like, I love There's our a lot, podcast. I love those. It's made.
2: Kind of this movies. podcast is mainly <laughs> a lot made of those of out movies. Out of you two idiots the, on a journey? Did you ever <laughs>
0: see the Deedles? Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Er. Oh jeez, I'm just saying.
3: Like, yeah,
1: that's that. That's a that's a whole genre of movie, right? And I mo, and those sink in pretty easily with me. So I I'd, I don't know what that says about you. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're easy to watch. They're easy to watch. As, you know. So, so what do you
3: rate it?
0: I mean, like a one point five. Okay, but now let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do two ratings. Because I enjoyed we'll do two it. Two ratings. Like, I know, but we'll I enjoyed we'll it. we do too. two ratings. If we're just doing enjoyment, as, then... okay. On the enjoyment scale, you're saying it's. What? Like a one. It's bad, but it's not. But it's enjoyable. Yeah. As an actual movie that has been put out in a the theater.
1: That <laughs> would be like, hey, family, if let's you get together non, yeah. and watch if a movie. You were a non, this yeah. one. <laughs> if if
0: you saying. were a non-wrestling fan, would you ever watch the movie? Uh, okay, See, No.
1: That's what I'm saying. No, I wouldn't.
3: That's why would I Would it make
0: it. you a wrestling fan? No. <laughs> no.
3: It would make you think like every and, stereotype and, you had about right. wrestling fans is correct.
0: And there I go. And that's exactly why I said earlier, like. What was the point then? Like, right? You just and granted, this is WCW. You guys were talking about this in the live chat earlier. Like, they would just cut checks for things, and then when someone would go, you know what? I don't want to work today. They'd be like, okay, it's fine. They're getting paid, guaranteed contract type stuff. Yeah, they were just and they're and then they're like, oh, they would never get other contracts. They would just be like, oh, I'm hurt. I can't do it. And it was like this weird, like, in WWF, WWE. It never happens because who's the boss? Who is the boss? Vince McMahon. It's Vince McMahon. WCW. Yes, Bischoff was in charge, but kind he of. didn't have. He didn't have. Not really. He didn't have the the stroke that Vince did when it came to telling the talent you're going to do this. The WCW wrestlers. You're not going to get paid, and you're just going
1: to go home in their contract the wcw wrestlers owned their character and their storylines and what and they could yeah. basically the be like time, i'm going to yes, do exactly. whatever i want which is crazy do. because yes. the
3: funny thing in this movie is jimmy king actually mentions like in the trailer in the trailer scene when they come and try to rescue him he's like i don't own the character i don't own the yep. moves
1: like but if nothing. he's the wcw world champion at
3: the he
0: time owns all he
1: would have yes yeah.
0: yeah and and in wwe that's not the case like that was when when scott hall and kevin nash left wwe they were they were raising Ramon and diesel in WWF and they couldn't and it, take it with and them. they couldn't take it with them they didn't really they didn't want to but even when they portrayed sort of their characters sort of they didn't even say the name Vince McMahon sued them like I, I listened to Eric Bischoff talk about this on a podcast literally yesterday like the lawsuit went on for like years like and it finally got over in 2000 and so it started in like a little late 96 and it was a four-year a four-year lawsuit like Wow. Of him suing over them using characters that were created for those two people. Because well, and and, and like, he's just like that. Like, this is Vince McMahon. Like He's he's like, this is mine.
1: You're not taking it. Yes. He They continued using the Diesel and Razor Ramon characters after Scott Hall and Kevin Nash left. Yeah. Like, they had That's other crazy. people step in. It, it had, I, th- yeah. I think Glenn, Jacobs, Glenn was Jacobs was one of them. They don't, Kane, do, was, they don't do that Kane, anymore, though. Right? Kane was, was fake Diesel. Like, they
3: don't do that Well, they don't anymore. have to anymore, you well, know why? no, of course not. Because they're the
0: monopoly. Like, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. It would be, sure. like, if, it would be sure. like if Apple today went, you know what, Samsung, we're just going to buy your company. And you know what, Motorola, we're going to buy your company. And you know what, NEMA, cellular, whatever, we just we, we are the cellular company. And yeah. There would be some little offshoots here and there, you know, there'd be a boost. Cricket. Cricket would be <laughs> up uh, somewhere, but it would be like this, even more fractional than those two. Like, they would just be independent. Cell phone well, I'm just saying though, like if maybe ham, they, ham ham radio. I'm operators. glad they don't
3: do that, but they they could. Yeah, if they wanted to,
0: they can do whatever they
3: want. I mean, that's why Vince. Mc- that's yes, why the uh, WWE's w- still w- around w- though. WWE. W- Vince McMahon is like protected his product and actually treated and dad, it like a business. His,
0: his dad owned the, that wrestling company before. Now he's he made it into something. Well, more.
1: you know who's in charge of it now, right? Triple H. Triple H. Stephanie.
0: And that's why Vince is wanting to do. Football. The wife's always really in Vince charge. is wanting to do football again, and it's like he just.
1: Oh, well, I was a huge XFL. Fan. He
3: can't not, I can't it, wait. It was
0: funny. Oh, I can't wait. I just hope they do it, and we'll segue to XFL. He like, hate me. They, if they would do it in the right kind of si- right size stadiums, it would be one thing. But they'll pick, he'll pick monster, yeah, seventy thousand people stadium. They need to do. And it. There'll be fifteen thousand people know. show up. We don't know that.
2: Like no. they need to do he's he's it. reevaluating like the everything.
0: MLS stadiums or, that that seat that like would be 20. smart
2: or
3: college towns, just somewhere you could fill out. Because yeah, a packed environment is going to look so much better so, on TV.
1: Yeah, and be more and exciting. Just, yeah. Okay, so the the XFL Super Bowl, which I got to go to because it was in LA, it's amazing. Time. Uh, Jake, you've lived a life. <laughs> thanks. Uh, well, in the year two thousand, apparently, or two thousand one, I did. 2000. Anyway, so it's at the LA Coliseum, which was built for the Olympics. Okay, the XFL was like tanking hard by the time it got to the end. I mean, basically, it was like their first week; it was huge. Second week was like half as much. What? And then it just tanked. This is a stadium built for the Olympics and the XFL is it, and it was like, just you could hear the echo. Uh, I mean, you could it was, sit anywhere. You there was wanted. no one. Was the there. one person that's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had yeah, awesome yeah, seat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we had yeah, yeah. outstanding seats, yeah. but because we were, you know, like a dozen people there.
0: <laughs> well, and, and like I said, that perception. I've said this a lot. Like perception is king. Like the 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 viewing of something like that the the visual of it people will just be like i don't really care to deal with that i mean they'd be better off that's why arena football is kind of fun because arena football could pack out a like a uh, a basketball arena that's smaller in a college town and it would be it would look visually better
1: you know the um the guy cuz Vince McMahon partnered with uh, Dick Ebersol mm-hmm. to make it his son Dick Eversall's son is also now starting his own league and it's launching a year before the XFL. Rick Eversall. Yeah, and he was the one who made the documentary about the XFL for his dad and Vince McMahon. Oh. And then after he made the documentary, now he's launching his own league. It's weird.
0: We'll see if he can do that or not. I mean he's
3: like, I can do it better. I'll do it, Dad.
0: Anyway, I hope that Vince does the XFL again. I just hope it's it looks correct when they do it. All right, let's talk about this. What have you been into lately? So
1: I am s- I am still playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild.
0: Dude,
1: I'm I'm getting close to 200 hours in. Uh,
0: the- you have not beat it yet, right?
1: No, I have. Okay, I've beat it and I've gotten through all of the DLC. Last time we talked, did you say you hadn't beat it? I hadn't it, though? yet because I was kind of like, I I'm wanted to leave leaving, save it, leaving I'm that hanging. Yeah. yeah, so I, I did that and got all the DLC. I've be- I 100 of the game is like a whole nother thing, and I probably won't do that, but. I mean, I played it for a couple hours today, and there was like an area of the map that I s- hadn't been to, and so I'm, tr- you know, it's just I love going around that whole. It's so big and massive, and there's so much stuff to do, and I still haven't seen it all. And I've mm-hmm. been playing this this thing for like 200 hours.
0: What uh, That's what crazy. what what platform
1: is it on? Uh, I'm playing it on the Wii U. Okay. I don't have a Switch. It was like kind of the we use last breath because that's oh,
0: the original. Of the wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> is it on yeah. the
1: Switch? It is also on the, yeah, it was released at the same time
0: on the Switch. Yeah, it is. Is there a new Zelda game coming out on the Switch? Mm, if I haven't heard it
1: announced, if they're, I'm sure. That Zelda they're, Breath of the Tame. I'm sure that they're working on something. So <laughs> that and I'm doing my uh, North Korea blog thing, you know, and of course oh. there's a lot going on with hey, that. Things right are now. firing oh, up, yeah, no, but not firing really that. firing
0: up because now they're, Right. winding yeah, down
1: right. yeah. yeah everything's getting cold water poured on it now yeah. how about that yeah so it's pretty interesting so Jake you did this your blog my, my blog you and, well you and
3: Rodman, Rodman. you and Rodman's
1: Rodman board. actually no. that's Rodman. I just I just um, wrote a post about uh, how I do think Rodman does deserve some credit
0: for tell this tell people where they can read about uh, where they can see your blog dprkdispatch.com that's right North Korea yep it's D- to be our friend they're going to end up being our friends. They're going to export their gruel. Or is it a double cross? <laughs> is it a double cross?
1: Eh. Uh, oh. Bah,
0: bah, bah, Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll find see. out next week. I'm
3: optimistic. I don't know. Rodman gave him,
1: gave, you know, Kim Jong. Trump's Hong- book. Kim Jong. He did. His he book gave Trump's thing, yeah. book. I mean, but, okay, so. I like it, this guy. The art of the deal. Here's the thing, okay? Trump was, or uh, I'm sorry, um, Rodman, mm-hmm. he was he was hugging Kim Jong-un. Now, all of a sudden, Moon Jae-in is, is hugging Kim Jong-un, right? And he's bringing over his sports diplomacy and his basketball, everybody criticizing for that. And then Moon Jae-in invites uh, North Korea to the Olympics. And all of a sudden that's, you know, a cool thing. And Rodman's like trying to go, hey, let's not talk about human rights. Let's just try to get the conversation going. Everybody's like, no, you can't talk to North Korea without talking about human rights. Now we're talking to North Korea without human rights. Like, all this stuff that they just Dennis, released a couple, that's know, right. Prison, the the couple of them. prisoners. Right. So like all these fireballs that were be being thrown at Rodman a few years ago, it's like proverbial.
0: Oh. Yeah. Right. Not the real <laughs> right. nuclear fireballs. Right.
1: but they're like, Oh, you're, you know, hugging a dictator and you're doing the, it's all the stuff that we're doing now. Rodman already did. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if it's just because of who Dennis Rodman is that, you know, people like, Oh yeah, he's a, you know, basically a clown almost, you know, but it's like, dude, that's, I'm sorry, that's what leadership is. Like, he did something that was super unpopular, took a bunch of heat for it, and is like, no, I'm standing by this, this is what I think is right, and now all our world leaders are doing it. And it's like, oh yeah, we'll give Trump the Nobel Prize. It's like, dude, Rodman was already doing this so a couple
3: years ago. So, pretty sure that Rodman needs to run for president is what I'm <laughs> I
1: don't know about that. Nah, I mean... <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. Now, if eesh. it was Horace Grant, I would vote for It'll Horace Grant. It'll get the same. Sorry, that was a bulls joke. All right. Yeah.
1: Sorry, was my little North Korea rant there pretty cool. But that's that's the kind of stuff that you can check out on dprkdispatch.com
0: opinions mm-hmm. like that. There you go. love it. Okay, well, very good. That's what you've been into lately. Yep. Um Paul, anything I'm r- new you've I'm writing, been into?
3: Writing a ton of sermons. Got okay. a church camp I'm preaching this summer. It's going to be phenomenal. Got 8 different things I got to write up and prepare mm-hmm. and church. So, that happens a lot. I'm done with school for this semester for like mm-hmm. a week until I start summer. Three classes coming, I'm gonna be miserable. Uh not a whole lot outside of that. I don't really have time for anything that's not work related, so yay me.
0: Well it's okay though. I mean it's good it's uh, working, uh, living. Every day. That's um, prayer that our country right, war. Phil, I'm gonna hand this mic over to you. Or you, or Paul can. Either way. Yeah, I, I know I want to hear about you Phil, what, you've what are been you into lately? Into lately? Tell <laughs> us about Free Comic Day.
2: Phil how that, how that
0: went. Go to Paul's. Phil, what, what are you into re-play. lately?
2: Uh yeah, free free comic book day was cool. In Springfield, uh Colin Bunn and Brian Hurt, who both uh collaborate on the Six Gun and they have a new comic that actually like the first issue of their new comic actually was released for free as a part of Free com- Comic Book Day. That's which awesome. was cool. They were in Springfield now, uh signing comics. here. Colin lives here, right? Yeah. Yeah, he lives in Springfield. Um Brian Hurt, I think, lives in Saint Louis. Yeah. So he came down, and uh, the three of them were signing copies of their new comic. yeah, and tell people so, it's uh,
0: cool Colin kellen wor- has written for tell all the people that they've uh, oh what I, he's I, worked on.
2: yeah, I mean, he's done Marvel stuff, he's done image stuff, uh, he's done his own personal stuff like the six gun was his own he's thing with, with Oni press. Um, so yeah he's he's been around like he's done Deadpool. he's currently doing X-Men blue like he's all over the map. so um yeah he's he's a big time big time writer and he was just at the comic cave. Just pre just so out. crazy. Yeah, so check it out, free yeah. comic
0: day. Well, everybody, uh, Jake, you have anything else? Tell, um, tell something else, fun. I got a dog. <gasps> I got a German Shepherd. What breed is this? Is this fella? He's a German
1: Shepherd. His name is Max, and I love walking my dog. I can't tell you how relaxing and s- and it's like a soul cleanse when you get just early, about six a.m. Hit nothing but the birds chirping, sun's coming up, got some great trails where we live. And just That's awesome. Just me and Max and just clearing our heads early in the morning. That's Max, and relaxin'. Max and relaxing. Max and relaxing. Or Max yep. or Maximus is, is his full name. There you go. Could
0: I could you do a walking podcast with the recorder Max and Relaxing? And it's just you on your walks,
1: <laughs> just like my sharing thoughts. Just sharing thoughts as I as I. Wilburn's wisdom. It would be very uh, NPR-ish because you'd have all the like background noises and I like love the little things that NPR does, you know. Right.
0: <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> okay, Max and relaxing. Right. And you have the picture of your dog on the front, of, like your. your Jack's little... always
1: creating. He's oh, he's a uh, very. Bill uh,
0: will produce it. He's very photogenic. Bill's <laughs> been volunteered. <laughs> right. Phil. Sorry. Phil. I don't. I, I try not to do that to Phil. But you do. Spreaker.com is where you can find all your great podcasts and you can produce your own podcast on Spreaker.com. Max and relaxing with Max, the, the dog, and his owner. Hi, <laughs> <Right? laughs> oh, I'm Max. My owner's here.
3: We're going to have to end this or otherwise my wife is going to pull me out of here like what go. dad did in the movie. Hey, fire it
0: up. Fire up the uh, go home music. Okay, in your face, <laughs> in your
2: face, spouted
3: <laughs>
2: spouted